Pauline Hanson, leader of One Nation. Hello, Pauline. How are you? Hello, Marcus. Very well, thank you. They're getting a little desperate over there in the States. They're even getting Big Bird to flog the vaccine. Got to stop and wonder about all this. You know, they keep the kids, and uh, instead of putting that across, so sure. You know, I remember watching Big Bird with my kids when they were little, and um, if I, I just, parents must be gobsmacked. You know, <laughs> what telling telling kids you know, that age, you know, five around five, even that, younger than that, about a COVID shot, let them be children. All right, speaking of uh, the younger generation, am I right when I read that uh, One Nation are trying to garner some support from, say, younger Australians by, uh, what, having your own cartoon series? What's this all about? Yeah. Hey? What's been done before? It's an animated cartoon series in my own voice, so I'm voicing it over in my own voice. Um, It's basically... Yeah, look, I think older gen- the older generation will actually be interested in watching it because it's very educational, and that's what I want it to do. Yeah. I'm, sick of being, I'm sick and tired of seeing people dumb down so much about politics, about how to vote, but on how to vote. If mm-hmm. I asked someone where the preferences go, a lot of them wouldn't have a clue. They don't understand. And then I get so annoyed when people say, oh, well, where is your preferences going? Hey, hold on a minute. You hold the pen, not me. You mark the ballot box, ballot paper, not me. Yeah. So I think we haven't educated people enough in our in our educational system to do with voting. When they come out of the system, they vote. They don't know who they're voting for or why. Okay. So, so this cut. Yeah. It's um, I'm taking taking you know all these um, high profile politicians and basically um, I'm the teacher in the classroom and I'm going to have a go at them. <laughs> I love it. Okay, good. Um, wh- so how you'll far? Have a laugh, okay. I will. You can, be last, you can by guarantee. The end of this week, well, it's over a series. Yeah. So we've got about twenty. Mm-hmm. So the first one's going to be released this week, and yeah. So see how it goes. Well, you can guarantee we'll be playing it um, and we'll share it because I think it's a, a, a great way uh, to get younger people uh, at least thinking about politics. We're not too far away from heading to a, a federal election. So I think it's, yeah, well done. Um, it, well, look, it's, it's just if it having gets... a go at people, having a go at politicians, people, <laughs> you know, over the years, how much, how, it's satire, okay? Yeah. But how much have they had a go at me over the years? Marcus, they've really swiped me, left, right and centre. Yeah. And I thought, bugger it, I'm going to have my own back. I can't wait. It's going to be great. <laughs> All right, I've had a couple of calls about uh, something that you've put up on social media, leaked documents exposing a possible Liberal plan for two million extra migrants. The state, uh, New South Wales Liberal government is considering a proposal to flood Australia with two million new migrants. Leaked advice to the Premier is exposed. Uh, we had a number of people ring saying they are nuts. You know, real wages have remained stagnant. Where are we going to put these people? What about, you know, a lack of infrastructure? structure and God help us if we need to buy a house. Marcus, both political parties, I don't care who you talk to, Liberal or Labor or the National Party, want to increase the population of Australia and they've always done that. You see the big boys, those Jerry Harvey's and big corporations, organisations, because they'll sell more product. They don't give a damn about the average person out there who has a queue for a, for a hospital bed, you know, waiting on a list to have an operation. Your schools are over, overcrowded. We don't have the teachers. We don't have the nurses. We don't have the doctors. Our infrastructure road, you're in traffic jams all over the country and they want to bring them in. And what they've used, high population, is basically to prop up the GDP. So our productivity is down, so they need it to bring these people in. And also what I'm reading is that 
grandparents of those people out here, they're, they're opening up for them to actually come in, whereas they had to go through a system, but they're looking at just opening it up. It is going to destroy our nation, and I blame Scott Morrison for this. He's done nothing about the mandating of the vaccines. People are losing their jobs. You've got people that are in the nursing profession for 20, 30, 40 years. You've got teachers walking away because they won't have it, and I believe in choice. So what he's done is he's going to use this as an excuse to bring in skilled migrants from overseas to fill the jobs that it belongs to Australians. He disgusts me, and the Labor's no better. Well, them's fighting words. All right, Pauline. One thing, uh, as you know, you and I can, and we we do sometimes, we respectfully disagree with each other. I, look, I, I have to say, with all due respect, I I, I disagree with your stance on the ICAC situation uh, because I think um, Gladys Berejiklian uh, and the, the whole uh, situation with Daryl Maguire and her relationship with him needed to be exposed. I think the right decisions have been made by the uh, former Premier in standing down, and we needed a bit of a reset, I think, here in New South Wales. But, you know, you're just like me and everybody else, we all can have different opinions. Yes. You, you say, of course, that it was nothing more than a political witch hunt. Well, I see this going on in Parliament all the time, um, one against the other without pure facts, and that's why I try and bring a balancing factor to the whole lot. Yes, we were against corruption, but then again, you have the police, you have the um, Department of Prosecutions, you yeah. have the administration's angle of Parliament, you have the Privileges Committee, so people can actually be brought before the Senate estimates as well to answer the questions if there's false allegations. I've seen too many times, especially in New South Wales with ICAC, where they have actually named people, the media disgust me because they go out after them. Yeah. They actually are guilty before they're even found innocent. Their lives are smeared, their careers are ruined, and then at the end of the day, if they're found not guilty, as Margaret Canine actually had to take it to yeah, high court in her name. Yep. And what about Mike Gallagher? What about um, Barry O'Farrell over a bottle of wine? Mm. Destroyed their careers, knowing that they're families. So these are all headed by the lefties. And as far as I'm concerned, if you're a conservative, you've got a, you've got a star on your forehead. And I don't trust them one iota. I know that they're desperate to set this up to go over to Christian Paul. The police have said there's no case there to answer. I know that, you know, I set one foot wrong and then I'll be the next in line. Or who's the next one after that? Because you may disagree with them. I think it's, we do need a system that is, you know, going to protect careers if they're found to be innocent. Uh, Marcus, I I was targeted by both the both major political parties. I ended up time in prison until my, my appeal quashed it. Yep. And that, and you talk about censors and lead up to this uh, interview with you about the releasing people from jail. You know, just because I didn't have 500 members of the political party, which was wrong, and I did, and I said there were 500 members of a support movement to register my political party, I got three years non-parole. Yeah, crazy. Politics is dirty game. Yep. Don't trust the people in it. Don't trust people, bureaucrats, and who's in it, because... You know, politics has played too much without being fair and just with people. Yep. Uh, well, I can certainly understand and appreciate where you're coming from on that. Uh, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe there, um, you know, while we are trying as best we can to root out corruption and, you know, uh, talk about the, the 
waste and mismanagement of, of money uh, by uh, governments. I mean, Mark Latham uh, here in New South Wales, he does a, a great job. I speak to him on Fridays, as you know. Uh, and yeah. he, he's released something this week that I've been talking about on air, uh, you know, the waste and mismanagement of taxpayer funds by the current government in New South Wales. I mean, that's, that's great. Um, he's not really naming anybody per se, but he's still getting to the, the root of what the problem is. And he talked well, about... Well, yeah, well, Marcus, that's right. this is where you, 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 people like us, the minor parties, we haven't got anyone to answer to except the people. We are the ones who will expose it. Not the major political parties. They'll cover their own backside. Yeah. But if we right. can expose it, then you put it in the hands of the police, all the right people to actually deal with it. But um, I'm not going to go along with the political witch hunt, and it's mainly the, the left side that's pushing for this. And uh, I, I will agree to something that is fair and just, but as far as I'm concerned... Something stinks, and I'm going to stick with my gut feeling, which is usually always got me through. All right, Pauline, just before I let you go, the, the cartoon series, which should uh, premiere this week, I'm looking forward to it. Has, does it have a name? Yeah, please explain. Oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Please explain. I love it. All right, well, I look forward to seeing the first one, and we'll talk about it again next week. Thank you so okay. much for your time. Thanks, Marcus. Bye. Have a good day. One Nation Senator Pauline Hanson.